Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Ladies, Ladies Talk. Talk Podcast. Yes. Happy New Year. We know that we did not get on here last week. That's just because it was New Year's Day and we thought we'd enjoy the first weekend of 2024. And so I uh, hope you guys had a great new year. Yes. Hope you guys have had uh, just some eye-opening uh, focuses and revelations and visions about where you want to go this year and what you're going to do in your life. Because yes. um, God is good, you know. Amen. He is so good. And so um, we just want to get on here and um, and just share and encourage <coughs> with you guys. You know, we have a, a lot of exciting things going on yes, um, this year. Me personally, I am starting um, school. Um, I mean, I'm in school, you guys, but I am starting my last stretch. So I graduate in May with my bachelor's in psychology, my minor Ooh, in communications. Yes. Amen. It's been a long time coming, and so I, I'm starting school um, my semester this week, and um, it, I'm looking forward to it because I feel like it's been a long time pressing. I feel like I've finally got momentum Good. where I've really been focused and doing my classes, and so I think that's something to look forward to. So. Amen, amen. I am uh, have a few health issues, so keep me in your prayers. I'm working on those right now and uh, fixing them, getting them better, and, uh, you know, God is good, and then I have a... Uh, I'm going to be discipled this year. Yeah, uh, I've never had that done before. That's exciting to me. And um, I am going to vamp up the women's group that I have. So yeah. really excited about some things that are going on. And then whatever happens with the ladies talk that's going to go on later on. We'll let you know about that though as we go. But it's a lot of fun, cool stuff going on this year. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a good year. So yes, it is. Um, I kind of want to talk to you guys. So I have this thing happen. I don't know um how how your children are okay but my children are hilarious oh my goodness they're both like night and day they have completely different um personalities different yes. like, everything it's really funny um and so um <clears throat> i the other day um we were sitting well i wasn't here my mom was telling me a story do you want to tell them the story yeah, real quick i'll tell you so i was sitting there and um and and bondo started barking and I thought, what is he barking at? So I, I told Junior, I said, look out the window and see what, who Bondo's barking at, will you? And he looked out the window and he said, oh, that's my cat. And he said, I said, you have a cat? And he said, yes, me and Mom went to the pet store and we bought me a cat. And then we came home, we've been feeding it, and we brought it in the house. And it played with Bondo and became friends with Bondo. And uh, then one day he got out the door and now he stays outside. He won't come back inside. But that's my cat. And I'm just like, okay, Cresha, listen to what your son told me. When she got home, I couldn't wait for him to share. Same story. Exact same thing he told her. Same details, all yes. that stuff. So it's funny to me because you guys have to understand, one, I hate cats. I've always hated cats. <laughs> we are dog lovers. I have a big, we have a big old dog and that is enough for me. Yeah. So it's really funny. But what I've noticed with Junior is that he has really started to just tell these stories yes. and stories with such detail that I'm like, dang, I'm not sure that didn't happen. I don't know where he got those details from, but that is specific yes <laughs> so you know talking about we went to the pet store and we've been feeding this cat and this cat has been around it's our cat and it's just hilarious and so <clears throat> this is a thing though as a young kid I'm trying to figure out okay well how do I how do I encourage that gift because not everyone has storytelling abilities no so the fact that he's only four he'll be five in a few days um but he's telling these elaborate stories I think that's a gift and I want to nurture that gift but at the same time uh, I don't want him to be a liar. 
And, you know, there are times where we'll ask him, hey, did, what happened? And he'll say something. And I'm like, no, there's no way that happened. And so it's really, <laughs> you know, trying to find a balance between the two, you know, teaching him to be honorable, to be full of integrity, you know, not to lie. Um, <clears throat> and then also helping him to to hone that gift of, um, you know, storytelling because it is a gift. I do see it that way. So and if you didn't know him, you would believe we had a cat yeah. and that they went to the pet store and got the cat. Yep. That's he right. Is not humming and hawing. He is just telling you the story like it's. Yeah, it just happened. Just straight out. Yeah, absolutely. And it's pretty funny. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> so what I ended up doing is I reached out to, um, um, I reached out to my Facebook people. Um, I was just really curious, I, you know, like we talk about here all the time, community is everything. Community is amazing. And so I thought, Hey, let me reach out to my community and let me just see what they're saying. And so I thought I'd get on here today and kind of share some stories with you guys. Um, so, so some of the answers I got. So what I had asked was, I said, has anyone else had a kid that has the wildest imagination and can tell the wildest stories with real detail, but it never happened. He's almost five, but trying to teach him about honesty. So help me out over here. And, um, and so I want to share some of the stories because they were great. So, um, <laughs> What someone someone said, um, okay, that sounds familiar. Minus five. The only thing that changes his tune is doing timeout because he's a super people person or pleaser. He can make up a great story and he remembers everything. It's tough to foster and nurture the gifts and discipline. I don't know if that was helpful, but you aren't alone. And uh, I'm telling you, it's it helps to know I'm not alone because yeah. I'm sometimes I feel like I'm out in the twilight zone over here with these kids. Um, somebody else said, my daughter used to do this when she was around this age. Her teacher would ask me all sorts of questions uh, um, of things like, Oh, you guys have horses. And I would tell my daughter many times we don't lie or that's not the truth. And then I started asking her, Oh, would you like for this to happen? Do you wish we had horses? Do you wish we went to Disney World and played with Mickey and rode the roller coaster that you turned upside down, etc.? Um, she's grown past it now, but she said, I want to, and explains her imagination. Um, and then she said, I would also tell her that it's a lie to say we have horses and live in a big field because we don't. So she learned to differentiate between the reality and the wish. <clears throat> I thought that was really good information. You know, someone else was talking about, um, have I asked if he's dreaming, which that's a big deal with junior. He always wakes up and tells me his dreams. Um, he's always asking me, um, or always talking to me, mom, I had a dream and he'll yeah. tell me in detail if it was scary, if it was funny, if it was happy or what it was, he always, you know, knows. So a lot of times when he just makes up these stories, I don't think it's a dream, although it could be, but he usually tells me all about his dreams. Yeah. So, mm -mm. Um, another lady said, when my kids did this, I had them start out with, this is just a story. That way he can still use his imagination and make up stories without tricking people into thinking they are real. Right. I just encourage them to keep using their imagination and connect it to all the great stories we would read. Right. And someone else said, this sounds like my five-year-old. He tells the most vivid stories like they are really true and they just aren't. I always say to draw what he's talking about so I can understand better. Not only does it keep him busy, he's more receptive to discipline. I'm finding out each one of my kids do certain things that indicate boredom. That's when I try introducing new activities. And I thought that was great because Junior yes. is very hyperactive. Yes. I mean, he has energy for days. Like, yes. he will go all day without a nap. I mean, he could probably just stand in the same spot and do jumping jacks all day and, and just still never wear down. At the end of the night, bouncing. Yeah. Look at this. Have you seen this? 
doing this and doing all, all the old dances and just all uh, over the bouncing place. jumping back and forth on each leg and, and it's like bedtime if i'm tired how do you even have energy to do that i mean he has no chill like he's just Ugh. all the time just just you know everywhere jumping you know having a good old time um so i thought that was a good perspective um somebody else said my son i swore i was going to have a cps showing up at my house which is funny because that's what it, you think you're like oh my gosh please don't let him say the wrong thing around right. the wrong people and they think that we're over here just you know really having the <laughs> craziness happen at the house or whatever yeah someone else said my five-year-old does the same thing my son kept telling me someone at school was taking his stuff as soon as I asked the teacher what was going on, he's talking about his powers. <laughs> and then she said, we both, we both started laughing. <laughs> uh, someone else said, mine is also five and the stuff he comes up with. We try to stress there's nothing you can tell me that would make me mad. Just be honest. And then to get the imagination rolling, we like to tell stories to each other before bed. He also draws lots of pictures and makes them into books. And we love to read chapter books together like Harry Potter or Dragon Slayer. <laughs> and that's really good with the world. With lots of world building to get his imagination running. We do like a chapter a day. Which is awesome. I'm all for the academics. I think that's great. Right. Uh, someone else said get him to understand the difference between telling stories and telling lies. There's a big difference between the two. Which was my whole point of the post. Is right. that that's my stress. I really want to tell the difference. Right. Um, they said sounds like he has a gift of storytelling and that needs to be nourished. If you try to break that from him you'll be breaking a big part of him. Just yes. make sure he understands the difference between the two and just love him. Which I agree and I think yes. that's what I'm trying to do. Um, someone else say spare the rod and spoil the child. Because I did talk about like discipline in my post. He doesn't really respond to discipline. So like if I caught him in a lie uh, and say I swatted him on his butt, he don't really care. Like, you know, he At just, all. he's just going to be rude and, and like, he's just, so I have to find his currency. You know, I have to go a different route. You know, yeah. he loves his electronics. He loves candy. He loves sweets, you know? So those type of things, I more have to go that way. He loves playtime, you know, in order to get to him. <clears throat> but they said, you're afraid to hurt his feelings, letting him go. And he'll wind up like the people you went to school with. And he won't understand there's a price to pay for doing wrong. Words don't hurt anybody or discipline anybody. I know most people throw the discipline part of the Bible out. Look at society now. If you love him, spank his butt. It won't have to happen more than a couple of times. And don't tell me God the Father doesn't discipline his children he loves. If you do, you're calling him a liar. I know I'm old school, but the whooping I received never hurt me. They got my attention. It also made me understand my parents love me enough to care about how I turned out. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you don't discipline him, the state will, and it will be a much harder and life-altering lesson. You ask, uh, so uh, make sure you want to know the truth. So um, I love that perspective. I do believe in sparing the rod and spoiling the child. Yes. Um, and that was the purpose of my post, is that, you know, sometimes... And maybe it was just in the era that we grew up with. I think our parents' generation and all that. Yes. Whooping was a big deal. Now in this generation, gentle parenting is a thing. You know, there's all types of parenting that tries to avoid whooping. I do believe in spare the rod, spoil the child. I believe it's okay to swat their butt here and there, um, you know, to give a whooping. Especially if they're not listening and, and just being really defiant and unruly. Um, but in this case, it's just that fine line of I don't want to shut down his gift. I don't right. want to you know, diminish what right. it is that he's carrying. Uh, other people said they do it all the time. Someone else said my daughter's four and she does that. 
and then she was like I came in here seeking advice and I just got that someone else suggested to buy a recorder and let him speak his stories into it and save them that, that, that's really cool mm -hmm. too. they said it sounds like he has a vivid imagination I'm sure he can't write that well yet but when he can have him turn them into a storybook maybe that will set a distinction in his mind as to know when to tell these stories and when not to let him know that these stories can only be spoken into the recorder but we don't tell these stories to people because it becomes different just mm. the thought someone else said my daughter was like this at the age at that age and still at the age of 15 she still has a very active imagination we're in the process of teaching her how to foster it um, or how to turn it off when she's learning because we didn't expect it to go this long which is funny because i feel like that's gonna that's be junior gonna be junior we're all gonna remember and he's gonna be telling us the same story remember when i told that Mm -hmm. and we're not, I'm not going to remember. Yeah. Uh -uh. Uh, I already struggle with memory now. But. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's definitely going to be him. He's going to remember. <laughs> uh, and the other one, the last one says, foster it, let him turn them into stories as he writes books. Ask God how to grow the gift and not stifle it and teach him how to use it as a strength. Continue to de develop his creative mind. So, um, I, love those. I, I was so glad. First off, y'all, I'm so glad I'm not alone. I got so much feedback and responses yes. about it and so many people just being like, hey, me too me too my child does that too um, and so it was really encouraging for me because I'm like man you know Elijah is just a lot more qu quiet and a lot more laid back and chill my oldest you know um, he does talk and he does communicate and stuff but he just he doesn't tell elaborate stories you know and so junior is a whole different ball game for me and I'm like Oh, okay. At least I'm not alone here. And I, and I thought that was all some really, really great feedback on, you know, the gift. And, and my whole thing is, is this, I don't want to push down something that God has given me. Right. I don't want to diminish something that I feel like God can use for his glory. Right. Um, and, and just looking at junior as bright as he is, as young as he is, I just think, man, there's so many directions that he could go um and that is a gift that could be used very well you yes. know um with that being said i want to take a little bit of a turn here to ask you for all of you all our listeners um to really think about is there a gift that you have that you feel like maybe you've tried to diminish maybe you've tried to push it down um, and it's something that maybe God has given you and, and he can use. Mm, that's good. And I think it's so important because we have so many gifts and so many things, but sometimes, you know, we try to diminish our gifts because, you know, fear of failing or fear mm. of succeeding. Yeah. Um, we try to diminish our gifts because it doesn't look like other people. Yeah. And so we think that either we're out of place or we don't want to stand out. We want to blend in. Um, you know, or we try to diminish our gifts because we just don't see how they could be used. We don't see them as a gift. Right. Maybe we see them as an interruption. Maybe we see them as a downfall. Maybe you grew up and your parents shoved your gift down all the time. And so now what was supposed to be a gift, now you felt like it's a flaw with you because because it was always shot right. down you were always right. told to stop you know it, even in like similar to J junior's case you know if you yeah. told a story and they're telling you quit lying or or whatever it is i really just want to ask you in 2024 as we're going throughout this year man what gift can can uh can god put into your hands uh to use what gift is it that maybe you diminish maybe it's been let down um what gift is it that you can really um you know just be used by god for i think there's so much that um you know we can 
ask God, we can take that time to meditate and to really ask God, God, what is it that you put in me? So that way I can, um, glorify you and maybe let him show you, maybe let him reshape a gift you had, let him reshape something that, you know, that you had all your life. Yeah. I I just want to say, don't let what somebody else does and how they do it determine if you're going to do your gift or not Mm. and my example is i've heard lots of people and i used to do it until i learned my prayer is my prayer Mm. and creature the way she prays i've heard many people say oh gosh i gotta go after her because she is a prayer warrior she goes in and uh but that's her way of praying that's not my way of praying but that's okay but I, for a while, it was hard. I couldn't believe how am I supposed to pray after that. And then I just, when I just started listening to the Holy Spirit and praying what I was supposed to pray, it turned out like it's supposed to be. Yeah. So don't let somebody else, don't let your fear of, oh, I'm never going to be as good as they are. You weren't meant to be like they are. You're going to be every bit as good as they are. That's so good. So don't let what you're, don't, don't let the fact that you're not like them or you don't pray the way they pray or you don't talk the way they talk, whatever. You are not meant to be like somebody else. You are meant to be unique. That's right. So don't ever try to be like them and follow in their shoes. Mm-hmm. Be who you are, who God created you to be, and walk in the gift that he gave you, that's not right. the gift that he gave somebody else. That's right. Ooh, that's good. So. I love it. I love it. And um, I want to read this real quick. It's from Matthew 25, verses 14 through 30. And it's the parable of the talents. This is Jesus mm, yeah. telling his parable. And in verse 14, it says, For it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted to them his property. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, and to each according to his ability. And then he went away. He who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them, and he made five talents more. So also he who had the two talents made two talents more. But he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. Now after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. And he who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five talents more, saying, Master, you delivered to me five talents. Here I have made five talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And he also who had the two talents came forward, saying, Master, you delivered me two talents here i have made two talents more his master said to him well done good and faithful servant you have been faithful over a little i will set you over much enter into the joy of your master he also who had received the one talent came forward saying master i knew you to be a hard man reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed so i was afraid and i went and hid your talent in the ground here you have what is yours but his master answered him you wicked and slothful servant you knew that i reap where i have not sown and gather where I scattered no seed then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers and at my coming I should have received what was my own with interest so take the talent from him and give it to him who has the ten talents for to everyone who has will more be given and he will have an abundance but from the one who has not even what he has will be taken away and cast a worthless servant into the outer darkness in that place where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth now in this story 
you know, Jesus is talking about uh, what heaven looks like. That's what he's talking about, the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. Um, but I love that story because so I'm really good. just asking yourself, what are you doing with your gift? Yeah. Are you are you in a place where you can, you know, go through training or develop it, develop your skill, grow in it? Are you yes. pushing yourself? Are you practicing? Mm. Are you learning how to take that gift and add interest to That's multiply so it, to use it to the fullest? Or are you just burying it in the ground and just hoping that when you die, you can take it back to the Lord, you know, and, and you have nothing to show for it. My you know, while we're here, God put gifts in each one of us for a reason, for a yes. specific purpose. And it's so important that we use those gifts so that way the name of Jesus will be glorified. Amen. And I think that it's a great thing for us to understand that just like in Junior's story, we can't diminish the gifts that God has given us. We can't. Uh, tear down you know what it is that is something that should be celebrated and should be encouraged yes, absolutely. and I think for the year it's important that we dig in and identify our gifts and begin to develop and use them for the glory of God that's right Amen. So, that's um, so good we didn't have a whole bunch, y'all. We just want to stop. I hope you're encouraged. Yeah. I hope that you've written down a plan, written down a vision. Habakkuk 2.2 says, write the vision down and make it plain so that way it will not tarry. And that whenever yeah. a runner comes, they can run with it. That's so, good. so I hope you're making your goals. I hope you're writing down your financial goals, your breakthrough goals. Ooh, what yes. do you want to see God do this year? My goodness. What do you want to see him do in your family, <laughs> in your finances, in your physical health, in your spiritual health, in your emotional health? Where do you see yourself? in three months, six months, nine months, you know, create goals so that way you can have something to strive for. And not only that, one of the things I love about creating goals is that you always get to look back and say, God, I prayed for this and I believe for this yes. and look what you have done for me. Yeah. And it's not resolutions. Yeah. These are things that are going to be life changing as you go along. Yes. It's not going to be a resolution that you either do or you don't do. You either fail and you try again later. That's right. Uh, it's going to be life-changing uh, projects or life-changing, uh, I don't want to say things, but life-changing instances mm -hmm. that are going to grow you in the Lord. Right, right. So don't get it mixed up with, oh, I made a resolution, but I didn't stick with it. Because yeah. these are not resolutions. I right. you to understand that. Yeah. These are goals. Goals are something that you work on reaching. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, some are 30, like she said, 30 days. So maybe 30 years yeah. for, for your younger people. Yeah. So, um just wanted to share that with you yeah absolutely so um well we will keep you on here you guys we love you guys we're yes. so grateful for you we will be revamping the podcast soon i'm going to just keep mentioning that every episode until we actually uh, do it um just because it is a lot to go into it and i'm still making some decisions on a few things but we're excited about that coming yes. up Amen. um and we just wish you guys the best let me go ahead and pray over you yes. father god we thank you for each and every person that listens here god yes, we ask Lord. that you bless them we ask that you make them aware of their gifts ask them that you put the hunger and desire in in them father god for more of you that we, they'd be able to develop and, and encourage themselves god in the lord so that way you would be glorified god help us god to see what you place in us help us god to be like those servants god who multiplied what you had given them lord yes, we just thank you and praise you for all you're doing in our lives in jesus name we pray Amen. 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 Well, you. I hope you guys have a great week. Yes. And this has been Ladies, Ladies Talk, Talk Podcast. Podcast.